The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Emergency. She got kidnapped. Someone came into our house. Tied the phone. Took her. And you didn't call last night when this occurred? I was tied up. You. What time did you get untied, sir? This morning. So, Sue, I have to admit, when I saw this, I thought it was American horror. horror Story. Yeah. No, I thought it was that. You know that series, Everyone American Horror Story. Response to I thought, this. Why is Sue mentioning an American <laughs> Horror Story? But it's not. This is something else. No. And actually, I think the title is really bad because this it's put off loads of people who are just like, I don't like scary stuff, and I'm like, it's not. Are you talking about my text, Serena? I was like, it's not scary. Just watch it. Um, no, it's it's a. Uh, it's not even a thriller. I can't even... It's, it's, it's a terrible true story. That's the way to put it. Like when I suppose nightmare was the word they decided to use. And actually that's a very good setup because the start of it is um, his girlfriend has been kidnapped. He rings the the police. He says that he's been drugged. He thinks it was NyQuil. He's only just coming out of it. And the police take him in for questioning and they're like... Something doesn't add up here. And you know, at one point he's just like... Yeah, his, yeah, this- sto- his story absolutely stinks. Well, that, have you seen this? No. Oh my anybody, God. everybody listening at all. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And She's that, gone missing. Oh, you know, you were tied up all night reaction. and you untied yourself. God, after the NyQuil wore off. Is that it? Go away out of that. <laughs> God help Mind you. yourself. God uh, help. Yeah. But honestly, <laughs> that was everyone's reaction, including the police. Yeah. Who brought him in for questioning and were like, what What have you done? You know, what yeah, have you where, done where, where is just she? Where is she? And Those he was things. like, I don't know. I'm here because I'm asking you where she is and nobody's buying his story. And like I've been warned by the producer of your show to not give any spoilers though I'm trying not to give out because it literally like I'm talking about 20 minutes into the first episode you're just like oh wait oh hang on a second what? And then into the second episode there is so much revealed over the space of three episodes. The fact that they did this in three episodes is genius because it never feels like Okay. Your way, you know, it just moves along really, yeah, really, really quickly. Yeah. It's really well edited. It's a great story. You honestly get to the third episode in this, and you're like, "How incompetent are the police in LA? This isn't. This is shocking. Like they actually believe that this is this is a Gone Girl situation. So they're like, oh, it's that film we all watched. It's Gone Girl. She's actually just got herself kidnapped. And your man's like, I don't know where my girlfriend is. Like, where is she? Is mm. she dead? Is she alive? And he can't convince them to go and look for her. It's it's. It's almost to the point that you're watching it going. So is it a kind of a who done it? You're trying to work it out, or is it about how police kind of get it's, it's you know both. that tunnel vision thing? It's both. You're trying to figure out where she is for okay. you know, the entire first episode. You're trying to figure out what he's done and whether his story is true because you're like people are turning up in wetsuits in the middle of the night, shining lights. And oh, he didn't even say they were wearing wetsuits. Oh, he, like. <laughs> Said it, it, like he was like wetsuits and you're like flippers, no, snorkels, no. yeah. Well, no, he actually <laughs> does things, like you know what you call those scuba glasses. That's what he was saying. No that way. They were, oh yeah, this was his story, and that's why they were like, come on. <laughs> and at one point, the, the detective's like, I'm. I got to say, this is like this is not very believable. And your man's just like, what is happening? I'm telling you the truth, and it's so funny because you're just like, oh my god, is he actually telling the truth? And my husband walked in about halfway through the episode and just got absolutely hooked and was like, nah, he's lying. It's like, and that, yeah. 
it's kind of like the making a murderer thing where you spend the entire time trying to figure out if he's telling the truth or lying. But also on the other side, there's a detective in this called Detective Misty. I think it's Carabelle is her last name. She is incredible and she's stopping at nothing to solve the mystery. It's very, very good. I love the it. answer. Tell me you have the answer at the end. Oh, you have the answer. Okay. Yeah, you have, and that's like, sorry, there's a payoff. Like, it's not like you're just watching it and you're like, you get to the end, you're like, and you never know. And you're like, no, <laughs> not where, where can people watch it? It's Netflix. All episodes are up as well. All really, right. really good. Three episodes. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, yeah. And they're the about 40, 45 minutes. Okay. All right. Yeah, perfect. Uh, what else is on Netflix is the new Six Nations uh, series. What's it called? Full Contact is the name of it. Uh, the first episode out today. Let's take a little listen. Moved to Singapore when I was eight or nine. And that's where rugby started getting much more serious. I'm a proud Filipino. I'm also a proud Englishman. And before games, I just wear my lucky uh, pants. So I, I just got these pair of Speedos, budgie smugglers, wherever they are, which got half English flag, half Filipino flag. I just make sure I wear them just so I remember where, where I've come from and who I'm playing for. Okay, so that is a clip from the first episode. Who's that? Mark Smith. I think it is Mark Smith, isn't it? Yeah. Um, this is basically Netflix doing for rugby, they hope, rugby hopes, what they did for Formula One. Yeah, exactly. They're they're editing it in that way. I don't know if you need to make rugby any more exciting than rugby is. That was my question. I was like, rugby's pretty exciting. It's Yeah, but I guess maybe, um, (laughs) maybe they think that... There's an audience that they haven't got to. Yeah, I mean, there's there's only, but there's only, (laughs) oh, oh, really? There's only a handful of countries in the world, though, that play it as well. We get excited by rugby, but 90% (laughs) of the world's population don't know what it is. Yeah, I suppose. I I don't know. I just kind of felt like, yeah, maybe you're right. I I just felt like it was trying to do what it was, but I I always feel like rugby is just such an exciting game anyway, and it is very tense in the last. I don't know. So I, right, Serena. I'm not a fan. The truth bombs. (laughs) Here we go. I've been told to. Be careful how I review this because my husband absolutely loved it and he thinks my opinion on this is wrong. So, wow. um, yeah, he, he went was straight like, in there. Yeah, he was like, you can't, you can't give wrong. it the review. It was the, the message leaving the, the house today. Yeah. Not only is your opinion wrong, you're not to express it <laughs> yeah. on national radio. That's how wrong it is. Because he was just like, mansplaining sport, how <laughs> unusual. <laughs> He's like, I don't think you paid enough attention to it. I don't think you Oh, really brilliant. It gets essay. better. Because I was, I was on my phone while I was trying to watch it, right? No, he's not usually like that, but he's so, when it comes to this. Oh, now you're defending him. I know. This oh is, my that's God. Stockholm syndrome. Terrible. That's what that's called, folks. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. I'm really Brian, hoping, I'm really sorry. I'm hoping he's not listening. I Serena, know, blink like, once if you want help. <laughs> um, like, I usually, I, I don't like um, golf. I don't like the cycling, but I loved full swing and I loved um, the... Formula One, Drive Formula to Survive. Survive. No, the cycling one, the Tour de France. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Love that. So I just yeah. went, do you know what? I'm not a real fan of rugby. But only- you love Aussie rules. Which is not rugby. I know, but it's a, a similar. It's better it's than rugby. A, so, <laughs> I I only watch the rugby, you know, if Ireland are winning or if Australia are winning, winning, I'm a bandwagon supporter. There was something in this for me that just didn't hook me. I didn't find mm-hmm. it as exciting. Whereas my husband said he loved the fact that you got to go behind the scenes, mm-hmm. that you did get some one-on-ones with players. I thought they'd feature Johnny Sexton, given that it was Johnny Sexton's last hurrah. Because mm. um, it is last year, so I think that's why the Irish people are really into this. Because yeah, you know how it's going much to access to Ireland at all. Mm. No, yeah. So look, um, 
I think it's great. If you're not a rugby supporter, I don't think you're going to love it. But everyone else absolutely loves it. Bland is how Willow Callahan from Off the Ball described it. It's fine. No oh, interest. Really? Yeah. No, he said, it's fine, but I have no real interest now, you in have watching to remember, the second episode. There, like, I had this argument because Mick watched it with me. Mick works on Off the Ball. Yeah. He's obsessed with rugby and sport. Yeah. And there is a bit of a, I know everything about rugby thing going on there. And I don't think that's fair in the people that are going to come to this and be like, I'm sorry, Mick, uh, in advance. Um, I think there's like people that are going to come to this and be like, I, I don't really know a lot about rugby. I'd like to know more about okay, the game. Yeah. I think the people that work off the ball are just so watching everything when it comes to rugby that there is nothing new in it for them and all exactly. that. Okay. Okay. But there is, I mean, the, the first episode around Finn Russell is great. Like Finn Russell is a great character and I think that gets it across like okay. in terms of behind the scenes. But yeah. There's eight episodes. They're between... Don't, don't sound too excited. <laughs> They're between... There's eight episodes. 33 to 47 minutes long. We've watched six of them. All right. We... Predominantly, my husband has watched six of them, and I've sort of just sat there. And I, I, I two think more to go, me. Serena. Chin up, you'll get there <laughs> yeah. by this time tomorrow. It'll we'll all be done. It'll all be over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all of us strangers. Uh, sorry, I should say that's on Netflix. Yeah, um, uh, as the of Six Nations uh, episodes. Um, all of us strangers. Wow. In cinemas on Friday. Yeah, I wish. This is Paul Mescal and, and Andrew, Andrew Scott. Scott. And I wish you'd seen this, Sue, because I hate mm. having to describe this because I don't want to give too much away. Okay. Um, it's one of those films where I really think you need to go in. Don't even watch the trailer. Just go in and let it unfold before you and just be mesmerised and be taken on this journey. I, I think I'll summarise it this way, saying Andrew Scott plays um, Adam. He's met this mysterious neighbour who's called Harry. Um, when he meets them, he's, he's trying to write something and he keeps getting... Uh, going back to his past when he was 12 years old and his mum and dad. That's okay. all I'm going to say. I did Because uh, I wondered how Claire Foy was playing his mother. Claire is his mum <laughs> and Jamie Bell is his dad. Okay, right? yeah. So I... I Jamie Bell. Yeah, I watched this. And look, my initial reaction when I came out was like, what did I just watch? I'm not sure what I just watched. But having said that... The amount of emotions I felt, well, I was happy and I'd watch it again. I wasn't okay. happy throughout the whole thing. Like I saw. But it's good. It oh, is. Yeah. You will recommend it. You will recommend this movie. And please go see it at the cinema. Because yeah. I think, and seeing it with an audience, I think there's that collective watching thing. And I just cannot believe that Andrew Scott not only missed out on an Oscar, but he didn't get but he didn't get a BAFTA nomination, right? Yeah. And Paul and Paul Meskell does deserve his. But the fact that Paul, that Andrew didn't, I don't understand. But I think it does come back to what Sue said. Unfortunately, the Oscars, all these award ceremonies have turned into a political campaign mm. and I don't think all of us strangers went out there, nor did Saltburn. Yeah. I don't think they went out there Bar- and campaigned Barry Dogan is amazing in yeah. Saltburn. Like, and that got so no good. nominations. But yeah. look, this, please, please go see it. And once you've seen it, please don't tell anyone else what it's about. It's a beautiful love story and a love story with your family as well as with your partner. And it's just, it's stunning and the performances are heartbreaking. All of Us Strangers is in cinemas on Friday. Yep. Sue, what is Jackie and Coco? Uh, this was actually on RT on Monday. Um, so I don't know if you're familiar with Coco's law, which would have been the law that kind of, um, it's to do with bullying. Yes. So you can actually be charged with bullying if it's a, in a severe case. So um, Jackie's daughter, Coco, um, Nicole, but she was called Coco, um, took her own life and she set off, Jackie Fox is her name. We actually had her on the show earlier in the week, but she's... Um, She's one of these people who just, she didn't, it was like when you're watching her, it kind of feels like she doesn't know what to do with her grief. And the only way she can cope with that grief is to go off and feel like that Nicole's death wasn't in vain, that she had done something with that. 
and she goes off and campaigns for Coco's Law and she campaigns to get it called Coco, Coco's Law and she ends up in Europe and she ends up talking to leaders around Europe to bring it into all the European states. I mean, the work this woman has done, she is a one-woman machine and is absolutely unbelievable. But the grief that this, like, you, I, I just can't tell you the grief because you can feel it when you're watching that documentary. It's a really, it's Gerald Watch, I think, was the director, but it's on the RT player now. It went out on Monday night. But honestly, if you want to look at someone that's like taking something that's so painful in their life and turned it into something absolutely amazing, she's an incredible woman. Like, it's a really good documentary. Really All right. It was on Monday just gone, but it's on the player, obviously, if anybody wants to see it. Uh, Griselda, Serena? This is phenomenal. If you are into... Oh, she's in trouble about this, isn't she? She she sort of is. Um, We're talking about Sofia Vergara, Mm. who most people will know as Gloria Pritchard from Modern Family. Yeah. She plays mob boss um, Griselda Blanco in a limited series called Griselda on Netflix as of, yeah, today. As of today, um, six 50 by 55 minute episodes. It is... Intense. Sofia Vergara at her finest. If she doesn't walk away with all the awards or at least nominations for her performance in this series, I'll be very surprised. Um, Sue was talking about the fact that they're in, basically she's a Colombian drug lord and it's about how her rise to the top and then what happens when she's at the top. The reason why she's in trouble is one of her sons, who they called Michael Corleone, Okay. They actually named him Michael Corleone. Right, Rando. okay, yeah. If they're going to get away with it, yeah. do it. <laughs> um, so he's come out and he's suing Netflix and saying, do you know what, I spent 13 years doing interviews with people, I met with producers, not necessarily Netflix producers, but met with producers, they said they weren't interested in my mother's story and now you've produced this and you're telling me you haven't done it based on those interviews. He's alleging that Netflix took the story story. and ran with it when he was trying to develop it. We don't know what's happening there, but let's just go back to this series. Really good. Again, it's almost like Netflix have finally figured out we don't need to like drag... Yeah, 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 Every series, six episodes. It was enough for this. And Sofia Vergara, wow. And you get to see her. This is bilingual. You have to concentrate the whole way through because there's a lot of Spanish stuff. So there's subtitles and she does English as well. Seeing her act in Spanish is great because you can see, she even said on Graham Norton, I didn't have to think about think my about lines. Yeah, yeah. I just could just feel them and say them. And I just think... This will do for her, this will do amazing things for her career, I think, because okay. she's no longer that you know Just Gloria Pritchard. Yeah. yeah, is it out already? Yep, out today. On out Netflix. today on Netflix, six episodes, uh, fifty to fifty-five minutes on Griselda is the name of it. Serena and Sue, thank you both very very much. Thank Thanks. you. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.